Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Fielder Church Podcast. Today, we're starting a new series talking about sending and talking about how and why you should take the gospel to the nations. In this series, you'll hear from missionaries, church planters, and even people who are living locally and living sent to the people around them. So to kick off this series, I have brought two of my friends and coworkers on the podcast to share with you why we should go and to talk about some short-term trip options for you. So... Why don't you guys introduce yourselves and share about the, who you are. <laughs> Tell the people who yeah. you are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm Angela Kwok and I am the associate mobilization pastor. And I'm actually originally from Washington State. Mm. So the Seattle area. Grew up there, went to school there, and then came to Texas for seminary and then graduated and came to Fielder. <laughs> Welcome to Texas. Yeah, thank I you. <laughs> glad to have her. I know. My name is Richard McKay, and I serve as the lead missions pastor here at Fielder Church. Um, I'm originally from Mississippi, uh, but I ended up here because I was serving overseas as a uh, missionary, mm -hmm. and then I came to seminary to get some better training on how to navigate some of that, and that's when I got connected with Fielder Church when I was in this area. So I've been at Fielder for, it was five years this August. Wow. So. I know. We're all, like, not from Texas. That's I right. what is. God just bringing us all here. You know? Who would have thought? Great state. Who would have uh, thought, you know? Bring the gospel to Texas. That's right. You know, people <laughs> in Texas need Jesus. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, okay, so today we are going to focus in a little bit more just on short-term mission trips. And I want to hear your experience too about missions and how that has impacted your lives and your experiences overseas. But let's start with short-term trips. Mm -hmm. So if someone were to ask you, like, are mission trips like in the Bible? Like, is this biblical, what you're taking and leading the church to do? Or where did we get this idea of short-term trips, how would you, what would you tell somebody? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would say short-term trips are biblical. Mm -hmm. I think trips in general and missions is biblical. And mm -hmm. you see that actually in the one of the last commands that Jesus gave to the disciples was the Great Commission. It's a very famous verse, yeah. Matthew 28, <laughs> verses 18 to 20. Mm -hmm. And it talks about going and making disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, yeah. and teaching them to obey everything that he has commanded. Mm -hmm. And so why I connect that verse to short-term trips is because it assumes that we're going, right? Yeah. Actually, in the Greek, it's as you go. So it assumes we're going. And also, it tells us to make disciples. And something that people miss is of all nations. Yeah. Now, how do we even <laughs> make disciples of all nations? Well, we, we have to go. We have to be going on these trips. And mm -hmm. a lot of times, people can't automatically go on these long-term trips yeah. where it's where they live there yeah. so short-term trips is a great way to yeah, learn about different cultures and to expose people to different mm -hmm. cultures and yeah and to really share the gospel and yeah. so that's like a great verse that i use to mm -hmm. show that jesus mm -hmm. has commanded it mm -hmm. and something that people miss mm -hmm. when we see the great commission yeah i'd add to that too something else that we see in scripture we were talking about this on the way over is that um, all of the letters in Acts, uh, excuse me, not in Acts, all the letters that follow Acts yeah. are all letters that were written to the church. 
And so mm-hmm. we see Paul encouraging other churches, other church planters, yeah. other new believers that are gathered in the areas. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we're doing when we're sending out short-term trips is that yeah. we're encouraging churches in other places yeah. or we're seeking out to see new believers in other mm-hmm. places. And so it's just very clear in scripture that this is something that would continually happen, yeah. that there would be encouragement for the local church in different areas, as mm-hmm. well as the sending of others to come alongside them, yeah. even sending resources and mm-hmm. people um, you know, Paul writes that I need so-and-so to come bring me my jacket, you know, like yeah, said, um, as you come along, because it is yeah. this assumption that we're visiting mm-hmm. and we're caring and we're yeah. coming alongside. So mm-hmm. I think sometimes we think a short-term mission trip is like a, a pop in mm. and then I might support for a little bit and then I'll leave. And in yeah. some ways it looks like that, but really with our partnerships, and we can talk mm-hmm. about this later yeah. too, is that we are in it for the long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're coming alongside them and helping to encourage them for longer than mm-hmm. just a season. So yeah, that's good. it really is all through scripture. especially in the New Testament, we see a caring for and coming alongside other church planters and believers. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, God is ascending God, Mm. right? I mean, it's the gospel in that, right? He sent his son, Jesus, to the earth to rescue, Mm -hmm. redeem us. And so giving us that command too, just what you said, I mean, that's how we're supposed to live, sent, going to people who are broken. And so um, I love you guys share that. Um, Now, I have heard people say that short-term mission trips can do more harm than good. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not worth it to go because of the harm it can cause people. Mm -hmm. You know, there might be pushback from like Tom's model, like providing things for people, Mm -hmm. just giving money and leaving um, have you seen that in your experience with uh, missions or your experience overseas? Have you seen that? Have you not seen that? Yeah. Or have you seen the positives of people going? Mm-hmm. I, um, I'd love to hear your input on um, kind of that statement that mm-hmm. short-term trips do more harm than good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there are ways to do short-term trips poorly. Mm, yeah. Um, so if you have the view that I am just going in to receive some kind of experience, then you're probably not going for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, when you position yourself to say, like, I want to come alongside these local believers, or I want to be a part of sharing the gospel in this new place, mm-hmm. or I want to bless this church planter or missionary, then you're setting yourself up to um, to be more uh, I don't want to say successful, but to yeah. see a positive result. Yeah. Um, when you're saying these people need me or I've got to help them or they won't survive without me, yeah. then you've got a different uh, mindset mm-hmm. that you're setting yourself up kind of to to hurt, I think, in some ways. Yeah, right. That's yeah, good. I agree. And that's why I think it's important that you have some sort of long-term person there, mm. uh, especially a church or a missionary yeah. there to follow up in the short term. Because, yeah, I've definitely seen churches and people mm-hmm. like different organizations go for a short bit yeah. and do all the things like count all the numbers and then yeah. come back without really lasting yeah. impact and yeah. that's actually a lot more harmful than mm-hmm. helpful yeah and so i agree mm-hmm. if there is a long-term connection yeah. to the short term that's more strategic than if you just had short-term trips mm-hmm. uh, and okay. i would argue that it's worth Short-term trips are worth it when done right because it exposes you to so Mm -hmm. much more and it sets people up. And Mm. like Richard said, it's a vision trip. It's seeing seeing the people on the ground, seeing the culture, learning so many things, Mm -hmm. and that be the launching pad to something longer and something greater. And Mm -hmm. so that's really what the purpose of short-term trips are. Yeah, that's really good. I um, 
kind of honing in on that just a little bit, you know, you said it's about their mindset or like, mm. why are they going? Um, you know, it's not about to like get something out of right. it. So how, you know, there's a lot of training involved in short-term trips. Yeah. There's a lot of like <laughs> discipleship on the front end exactly. just to prepare people for right. this. What are some of those key things that you're like, someone signs up for a trip, here's how we are gonna walk alongside them and prepare them to be ready for this, yeah. not to just go and paint a building, not just to go and like, you know, high five somebody <laughs> overseas. I don't know, yeah, that sounds exactly. so silly, but like, <laughs> right. or take a picture with people. What, yeah. how are you walking alongside people, yeah. discipling people yeah. to go on a short-term trip? Yeah. Maddie, you know this well because you helped us set up so much of the training. <laughs> I did used to be on the missions team. <laughs> <laughs> that we still use today. Yeah. And really so much of it was um, trying to help people and uh, to see what their perspective is. Because I think sometimes that uh, we don't recognize that we're all walking in with a lens, um, mm -hmm. that we see things in a certain way because of our experiences, because of yeah. uh, things that we've walked through or people we've interacted with yeah. or, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so part of it is, is can I lift up my lens for just a moment to be able to experience something different mm -hmm. and come alongside mm -hmm. uh, people who live differently than me and, and yeah. Um, care for the things that they're doing, not correcting them. I think that uh, there's a part of American culture that we see things and we say this could be done better. It's um, good. I was thinking about an example, but I don't, I don't think I should share it. Um, <laughs> but where we come in and we say we could do this better than what they're doing. And then we start to put on our culture mm. to shift the way that they do things or looking at a culture and saying, "Ooh, that's so different than what I do. And so I don't like it for whatever reasons. And mm. instead of just recognizing it's different, it's different than what I yeah. do is different than what um, uh, people back where I live do. Mm. But it's not wrong. Yeah. It's not bad. Right. It's just different than what we do. And so being able to appreciate those things. So a lot of our training teaches about um, appreciating cultures, yeah. about um, how to share the gospel. Yeah. I mean, really, like what we were talking about earlier, when you're hurting is when you don't have a full understanding of the gospel, because mm. the gospel is so much more than just having a conversion. Yeah, that's good. But like the gospel impacts so many different areas of someone's life, and it shifts their whole perspective mm -hmm. of who Jesus is. Because of what Jesus has done, mm -hmm. this is what love looks like, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so because of that, if we don't fully understand the truth of the gospel, mm -hmm. then we can't truly share that message. Mm -hmm. Instead, we're just evangelizing yeah. or we're just painting a building or yeah, doing yeah. some kind of humanitarian service mm -hmm. work. Well, there's so much more to it. Yeah. And so um, we try to teach uh, along that. But you can talk about, about the specifics about how we mm -hmm. do that. Yeah, thing. I mean, yeah. yeah, we meet multiple times and a lot of it's mm -hmm. actually praying, too, yeah. because it's we it's good. need to pray. We need the Lord and yeah. to be sensitive and learning to be sensitive to the spirit and to be led by the spirit mm -hmm. since there's a lot that goes on yeah. and a lot of times we need mm -hmm. the Lord. And yeah, that's, that's part of every mm -hmm. verse that talks about going. It's yeah. like the spirit goes with us. Mm -hmm. Jesus is with us. Like yeah. he is with us in mm -hmm. it all. Yeah. And so that's a huge part mm -hmm. to these uh, trainings, learning how to pray, learning yeah. how to be led by the spirit and being mm -hmm. a cultural learner, like Richard said, mm -hmm. but also even just to learn how to encourage our long-term workers. Mm -hmm. It's assisting it's them and allowing them to set the schedule to let them create opportunities and connections so we don't hurt the things that they yeah, were trying, trying to, to do them. for. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. yeah. sometimes short-term trips without input of the long-term worker, mm -hmm. we can almost ruin the work that mm -hmm. yeah. they were trying to create. Yeah. So 
learning under them and mm-hmm. letting them set the pace as I think also a big part to short-term trips that yeah. we need to be aware of. And the whole reason we go yeah. is to assist them in their work. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I want to shift just a little bit and just hear more about your experience overseas yeah. uh, with missions, whether short-term, mid-term, long-term. I'll let you share what you want to share. But I think it would be good for the listener just to understand where you're coming from and the experience mm-hmm. that God has given you uh, with global missions or even local missions so they can maybe somebody's listening and they're like oh I want to know more about that hmm. and um, so both I would love for both of you to answer but can you share about your experience with missions yeah yeah so I've been on a mission trip almost every summer mm-hmm. since I was in youth group wow. so the <laughs> age limit that it. we had was yeah. eighth grade and so mm-hmm. I would be so excited for Mm -hmm. the time that I turn eighth grade so that I can go on a trip because I would see the team just prepping so hard and the Mm -hmm. Korean church I grew up in the Korean church we would go hardcore yeah (laughs) we have like a training for like 10 months every week oh my goodness the trip and so there would be a lot of bonding and unity Mm -hmm. a lot of growth and a lot of discipline and so I desired and hungered after that and Mm. we didn't have the options that we did here at Fielder, yeah. we had one mission trip. So mm. I wouldn't even pray about it. Yeah. I would just go because that's how much I got excited about and how much I appreciated yeah. these trips. So I've been anywhere from world changers, mm-hmm. you know, locally in mm-hmm. California or to even like mm-hmm. other countries. I don't yeah. know if I can say, but <laughs> all okay, across yeah. the world, just different uh-huh. places every yeah. year. Yeah. And it was just such a blessing because mm-hmm. it would be yeah. such a point of growth. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it makes it that much faster yeah. when you go to a right. place where you need the Lord mm-hmm. and you're training and being consistent with other believers and mm-hmm. growing together for one purpose yeah. to share the gospel. Mm. And so that has been my experience. And I went midterm through YWAM okay. and I was in India for three months and that was also life changing. And so yeah. I love missions yeah. and I love seeing the world and seeing the Lord through yeah. all different cultures and nations. Absolutely. So. I'm sure you've learned so much. Oh, yeah. I, um, <laughs> I guess if you could, uh, sorry to put you on the spot, but just like as you've experienced these different cultures and different people around the world, and even I'm sure seeing the Lord answer prayers all over the world, yeah. um, do you have something that stands out where you're like, this changed my relationship with the Lord? Like it changed the way that I see how he pursues people. Um, do you have... Uh, Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. (laughs) We don't have enough time on the podcast, but (laughs) yeah, you could, you know, pick a Yeah, I think one of the things is actually part of the struggle with mission trips for me actually was money. Hmm. So that was always a barrier for me. And, you know, as someone who's young and naive, I would ask my Mm -hmm. mom, can I go? And (laughs) she'd hesitate because we struggled a lot with money growing Mm up. And so she would hesitate, but the Lord would always provide no matter what amount amount, through fundraising Mm -hmm. through people donating through people coming together and i think in hindsight looking Mm -hmm. back at god's provision in the midst of it all Mm -hmm. just so that i can go and share the gospel with Mm -hmm. someone or learn more about the nations was i think now that i'm thinking back to it i'm like wow that's incredible like god really does provide and i think money is one of the greatest barriers that people yeah. have. Mm-hmm. And so just to like yeah. encourage anyone listening, like seriously, money for me has yeah. been a barrier, but the Lord has yeah. shown and time proven time mm. faithful. And so that's so good. Yeah. 
That's really good. Um, okay, what about you, Richard? So I uh, grew up in a mission-minded church. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fourth through sixth grade, we did a thing called uh, Mission Fuge, which was cool. a <laughs> camp that we would go to, and we would serve in uh, in that city kind of locally. Gotcha. And I was exposed to church planters at that point. Mm. Um, and now I can think back and kind of see some of the um, impact that they had yeah. on me too, uh, just teaching me about what does it look like to plant churches and, and engage in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we would do local missions engagement um, when I was in high school. And then um, yeah. when I was uh, in college, um, I was doing more of humanitarian engagement, uh, yeah. but I wasn't really doing it for gospel purposes. And then it wasn't until um, I was living and working alongside another uh, local church when I was living in uh, in D.C. that I really got to come alongside um, some uh, students and mm-hmm. see them experience um, church planting. Uh, and so we took them on a couple of mission trips. Um, yeah. But really, I had not chosen to go on a mission trip. So I love <laughs> the way that you shared that about funds, because that was something that intimidated me, too, that there were mission trips that were available and offered. And I was always so hesitant to say yes. And so I was 26 before I really obeyed what God had called me to do. Um, So uh, that's when I decided, uh, or I heard from the Lord really, that I was supposed to go overseas. Mm -hmm. And so I served overseas for two years through uh, the journeyman program, which again, paid program, didn't have to fundraise (laughs) for that. And uh, just again, because I was so nervous about all of that. But I think, you know, if I'd only allowed the Lord to show me, Mm -hmm. uh, teach me those things. But while I was serving, um, I actually got to use my uh, college degree while I was overseas, too. Mm-hmm. So I worked with a tourism agency. I was living in a place that um, mm-hmm. we couldn't be yeah. open or visible as missionaries. Yeah. And so uh, I was working as a, um, a tour guide while I was mm-hmm. there. And we would do biblical tours and be able to talk about who Jesus was in this place and um, even who walked these streets before. Mm-hmm. So it was so much uh, the New Testament was talking about the area that I was living in. And it was just so um, incredible to be able to experience like firsthand this is what the yeah. um, the the writers were talking about and the, even some of the culture still holds yeah. over to today mm-hmm. so um, it was a Muslim majority country and mm-hmm. so I learned yeah. a lot about sharing the gospel with Muslims and uh, was really overwhelmed by the weight that mm-hmm. uh, there were just so many yeah. that didn't have access to the gospel and mm-hmm. won't unless someone says yes yeah. to go and to be a part of their culture to learn and understand and mm-hmm. even be able to uh, communicate it in a way that they can yeah. understand mm-hmm. And so um, that was a a huge blessing, but then also Mm -hmm. opened my eyes up to, I can't be the only one that God is calling Mm -hmm. that's resistant. And so that moved me to, um, I mentioned earlier to go to seminary, but even as I was going to seminary, it was the intent of going back overseas. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I got my international church planting degree from Southwestern, and Mm -hmm. that's when I learned about Fielder and then its focus Mm -hmm. or plan to try to create some pipelines to really prepare people to be sent. When Jared was first describing that to me, when we were in the interview process, I was like, I got to be a part of this church. <laughs> like, yeah. if a church is actually going to be intentional about yeah. preparing yeah. people and sending them out, I want to be a part of that church. Yeah. Because that was really the burden that I had felt when I was preparing to go was, why did it take me so long to say yes? Mm-hmm. What is it that, what were the barriers that kept me from being able to just be obedient yeah. to what mm-hmm. God was calling me to? Yeah, and good. he redeems all things for his timing. So yeah, it was good. But um, at the same time, I want to be a part of helping other people say yes at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's so good. I, you know, finances were a barrier for me too. I'm like sitting here relating to you guys. I um, (laughs) didn't go on a mission trip until I joined staff with Fielder. And, you know, until it was like, hey, you're a leader now. Go with these kids. And um, 
So yeah, I mean, that is like a very real barrier for people. And yeah. I'm sure, you know, you said there are other barriers. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what are some other barriers that you've heard, you know, that maybe you could speak to somebody? Yeah. You know, I've might have heard a few, but um, mm-hmm. as you're walking with people for them to be sent either on short term, midterm or long term, yeah. as they're wrestling through, why should I go? Should I go? Uh, no, mm-hmm. talking myself out of it. Mm-hmm. What are some barriers um, to going? Maybe that you've heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think timing of mission trips is sometimes Mm. a barrier because people have to choose between vacation or a mission trip. (laughs) That's Mm. true. And yes, it's a hard decision. Mm -hmm. And it's a real decision that people have to make and we have to count the costs. And so that's one thing I've heard. Or giving time to preparing for these trips is definitely another Mm -hmm. barrier. Yeah going on a trip with people you don't know or Mm -hmm. aren't as close with. So having to step outside of your Mm -hmm. comfort zone or the different food or weather or culture that you might not be the most comfortable with. So those are Mm -hmm. some of the barriers that people Mm -hmm. feel. But I would argue that some of these barriers are actually the places of Mm -hmm. most redemption and of most growth and most learning. So. so good. That's so good. <laughs> I'd add to that. Um, there's fear sometimes of yeah. the unknown. Yeah. And so either it's fear because we're going mm-hmm. into a country that mm-hmm. um, seems to be unstable mm-hmm. or by American standards yeah. seems yeah. unsafe or walking yeah. into a culture that is um, even uh, like Muslim, for example, mm-hmm. we've got such a, a view of the way that um, Muslims might uh, live or interact or the mm-hmm. way they might think about Americans. Yeah. And so that makes us more hesitant to say yes. Yeah. Um, but really like what you were saying too, I think that yeah. every single barrier that's there mm-hmm. is really an opportunity for you to see God move, right? right. Yeah, that's true. Is for you to ask God to, um, to reveal why that's a fear mm-hmm. as well as let him prove himself mm-hmm. as to why, yeah. um, these that's aren't really things that good. we should be uh, fearful mm-hmm. of or be hesitant yeah. because yeah. of too. Exactly. Yeah. That's really good. So with that person who's wrestling <laughs> with that call to go through all of their yeah. fears, um, how how do they know if they should go or not? Like, do they need to hear the voice of God? Like, do they need mm-hmm. a sign? Yeah. How does yeah. somebody know that they should go on a trip, yeah. short-term, mid-term, yeah. or even long-term? Yeah, I mean, all they have to do is open their Bible and... <laughs> and we're done okay (laughs) no but really i i do believe that a lot of one of the other barriers is that people wait for this huge sign the cloud to spell out go for them to go but really Mm -hmm. god has already told us to go and they don't need that huge sign they just need to ask where and when Mm. and i think that will just drop so much burden to ask god are you calling me it's like yes he is is. okay let's take the next step and (laughs) really um Mm -hmm. focus in on where he might be calling you for how long and taking baby steps you know and it's okay to not jump in fully because the lord will lead you as you take your steps Mm -hmm. and i think that's something we need to realize is the lord's will will prevail as he yeah does that so that's my first response <laughs> i love that that's why you're in this seat right now you're like let's read the bible together okay, great great yeah oh man i love that which short term it really is there's mm-hmm. like no question it's mm-hmm. so clear in scripture that yeah. this is a part of being a part of the body is supporting other bodies um and then when it comes to midterm and long term like mm-hmm. that's why fielder mm-hmm. has invested yeah. in staff that want to come alongside you to help you discern mm-hmm. what is god saying where yeah. is he calling yeah. Why might it be these locations? 
Um, and so we want to walk alongside you. That's mm-hmm. why Angela's here. That's why I want to be here. Yeah. Um, there are others mm-hmm. too that are part of our staff that want to walk mm-hmm. alongside you in that That's way good. too. So mm-hmm. you don't have to make this alone. Part of yeah. uh, discerning yeah. these things is seeking out wise counsel. That's good. And I don't know how wise we are, but we can <laughs> definitely help you discern the voice of God, yeah. um, having some uh, experience mm-hmm. in those areas and mm-hmm. um, to even put to, uh, put to rest some of the things that you might mm-hmm. be wrestling with. Um, yeah. So don't mm-hmm. try to figure it out alone. Like, talk to us. Right, yeah, right. That's really good. And I think a barrier, too, that I, I want to get into maybe a little bit, maybe a couple questions down the road is um, <laughs> a barrier is like life stage. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. hey, mm-hmm. I'm... I've got kids, yeah, little yeah. kids, or I'm a senior adult. I don't, I can't do this. It's for young people. And so as you guys are walking alongside them, you're like designing trips or like yeah. specifically have trips for these different age groups too. That's so right. I love that. Uh, you keep everybody in mind. You're walking <laughs> through this. You're like, we have something for everybody. We try to. And it if it doesn't become apparent to the person as they're reading through, trying to figure out what trip that they might go on, we yeah. want to help you navigate that right. because we can give you advice on uh, parents who have taken their kids before or right. um, older people who have gone who have uh, walking mm-hmm. issues. So we yeah. can help you navigate all of those pieces. There right. is a trip for everybody. There is. Yeah. I love that you guys have done that. So let's go there. Let's talk about the trips that Fielder has (laughs) uh, this go round. So every year, or you guys want to walk me through that process. Every Mm -hmm. year you set up trips, right? So yeah, tell me, what is that like? Mm -hmm. Um, um, So we've got mm -hmm. um, long-term partnerships that we've been in relationship with for years in some cases and some are kind of brand new. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of those are in the States. Some of those are also in the States, but here local Mm -hmm. that we could reach uh, pretty regularly. Or also folks that are international. And Mm -hmm. so based on those areas, every single trip that we send or every single church planter and missionary that we partner alongside Mm -hmm. has opportunities for uh, midterm going and long-term going. Mm -hmm. So we reach out to them uh, usually as soon as a trip returns or sometime in August, mm-hmm. September, yeah. about what um, what needs that they might have and how can we come alongside those yeah. needs. And then that's when we start to form these trips. Yeah. Uh, and then we will release them in mm-hmm. November, uh, okay. usually on our Sending Sunday. So we'll get a whole booklet that have all the details. We love um, that booklet. We love the booklet. <laughs> and it's beautiful this it year. It is beautiful. <laughs> Maddie again, coming through for us. <laughs> Thank you, Maddie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But we'll go in there and we'll describe each of the church plants Mm -hmm. and kind of what their goals are and the things that they're trying to achieve where they are. Um, And then people have an opportunity to decide, is this a trip that I'm supposed to say yes to? Yeah. For certain age graded, we've got uh, Mm -hmm. a pipeline like we talked about Mm -hmm. earlier that gives them just different steps of exposure. So with um, those who are in Mm -hmm. um, uh, starting in the sixth grade, we have their their first trip where they get exposed. And brand new this year, we have a a brand new partner that they're going to come alongside. So we're Mm -hmm. excited about what that looks like. Um, And then exposing them to unreached people groups, giving them a taste of what it would look like to live overseas. They get to interact with a national church planter so everything just kind of a step up mm-hmm. so that when it comes time for them to say yes yeah. to something that God is calling them to yeah. they've already experienced so mm-hmm. much of it so yeah. many different cultures so many different religions mm-hmm. that they're able to say yes yeah. a little bit more easily so we've got mm-hmm. uh yeah. how many options this year we have 22 trip options wow. and growing wow. <laughs> wow. community groups want to go on trips mm-hmm. or wow. different people are willing and open mm-hmm. and wanting we are mm-hmm. able to customize trips for community groups yeah. and 
it's just so many opportunities okay. and so many choices. Wow. So, okay, yeah. let's talk about a few of them. Yes. I'll let you pick whichever ones you want to share of the 22. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but will you share about a partner, a location, if you're able to, yeah. mm -hmm. and then what that person who would go on the trip would do, yeah. like mm -hmm. what that trip looks like. So if you just paint a picture for a trip, just for the people listening, we'll do a few of them maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think one of them, the easiest one is called Reach Weekend, okay. which Reach is Weekend. here. <laughs> it's local, so, yeah. and it's basically no free. Time <laughs> yeah, no vacation time. Yeah, just take a weekend yeah. and it's yeah. free pretty much. Mm -hmm. And it's a really great opportunity mm -hmm. where you just take a week, a weekend, like yeah. the name says, uh -huh. and you just learn about different a uh, religion. For example, we learned about Hinduism this past Reach Weekend, mm -hmm. and we had an opportunity to hear from actually one of our partners mm -hmm. who does like temple visits, and mm -hmm. he's been overseas for years and just knows different um, the religion so well that yeah. he did a training on how to reach them, how to have gospel conversation, wow. what are some bridges mm -hmm. to make the intimidation of yeah. a new religion kind of less so mm -hmm. that people feel confident to be able to boldly share or yeah. create relationship and friendships with people mm -hmm. here in Arlington. Right. Since Arlington's the eighth most diverse city in the U.S. In the whole U.S. In the whole U.S. And so it's just a really easy opportunity to learn, mm -hmm. but you also get to apply what you learn. Mm -hmm. And so we get to go out to the community, mm -hmm. whether it's a temple. This yeah. time we did Big Howdy at mm -hmm. UTA just to get to so know fun. our friends, mm -hmm. get to um, make American friends is the big thing with international friends who come. They don't mm -hmm. get to go in an American home. Yeah. And so just creating those relationships, but yeah. also training them, equipping them to be able to have a comfortable conversation yeah. and not be offensive yeah. and just love on our friends well. I mean, the nations are here. Exactly. I love that you guys here. have that exactly. uh, option for people. And yeah. that's for all ages too. Right? All ages, really easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right here. Right here. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> what, tell me another one. Yeah. My, uh, our first mission trip to go on as a family Mm -hmm. was um, here in the States. And so okay. there are a couple mm -hmm. of different church planters here that you could do that alongside. One mm -hmm. is Mesa Church in San Diego, okay. um, that there's a family trip uh, yeah. there. There are a couple of age-graded trips also, but that you could take your whole family and go. Mm -hmm. So whatever age your mm -hmm. kids are, yeah. that um, you know, you're serving a church planter who has young kids, yeah. and they're on mission constantly mm -hmm. with those young kids. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that we uh, forget is a yeah. really useful tool. Mm -hmm. So even when we took our kids, um, it was when our uh, oldest was probably two years old. And so Isaac was mm -hmm. like a baby baby. <laughs> so all the um, uh, the church plant that we were helping at that season was mm -hmm. um, a, a Chinese church plant. And mm -hmm. so all the older ladies, they wanted to hold the baby. And <laughs> it gave us so much access to the people is yeah. basically what I'm getting at. It's, it's like you forget that this is like those are gifts to your family in order to yeah. access um, mm -hmm. an opportunity for the gospel. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I think we think, oh, it's so difficult mm -hmm. to get my kids there or whatever it might look like. But even this last San Diego trip, there are lots yeah. of kids that went alongside. Oh, awesome. And so that was just like the doors open wide yeah. for those opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, and it yeah. reflects to people in the community mm -hmm. that the church is trying to reach, that this is a, a family-friendly church. Yeah. And um, that's really what we want to invest in the next generation. This gives those church planters mm -hmm. an opportunity to do that too. And so mm -hmm. um, San Diego, is a great example of yeah. that. Um, New Creation will have that opportunity. Okay. And also River Church in Colorado, okay. um, the Borough Church in New York. So yeah, we've got lots of options in the States yeah. to 
Um, not that you shouldn't take your kids overseas, though, because we did have yeah. a couple this year that yeah. chose to take their three-year-old um, to Southeast Asia. Wow. And I would argue that <laughs> Southeast Asia was is probably one of the hardest trips. I went alongside mm-hmm. them this year. <laughs> And uh, it was tough and I loved it so yeah. much because it challenged mm-hmm. me in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, but again, this three-year-old opened mm-hmm. up so many doors for wow. the families to have conversations yeah. mm-hmm. um, that we wouldn't have been able mm-hmm. to engage with otherwise. Yeah. And they're yeah. just, kids are attractional in that mm-hmm. way too. So um, yeah. I definitely encourage you to consider mm-hmm. that in that way. But um, sorry, I didn't talk about a specific place, but no, Mesa okay. Church, but then also. So many places. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I love all the trips. <laughs> Do you? Okay, good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. No, but I love that you went there because um, in these trips, that might be a barrier. It's like yeah. my children are a burden. I can't bring them with me because right. I can't focus on ministry or sharing right. the gospel. Yeah. But what I'm hearing you say is that, no, these children are helping us reach right. people. Right. And also, like, you are helping parents, like, disciple their children right, exactly. right through this. Like, that's what y'all are trying to do. And I'm not, you know, you can't. You're not going to have every day going to be great when you bring your kids. <laughs> well, three-year-olds aren't angels. Okay, oh, okay. Oh, okay, cool, cool. But <laughs> because there's yeah. going to be warfare For every sure. single trip yeah. that we For go sure. on, there's going to be uh, areas areas that we're being attacked mm-hmm. by the enemy because this is the last thing that he wants mm-hmm. is an opportunity for someone to hear the gospel mm-hmm. and have an opportunity to respond to the gospel mm-hmm. and so yeah. being aware of that mm-hmm. uh, it just changes the way that you pray and sure. so we have people praying mm-hmm. over our family we have people mm-hmm. um, actively praying for um, our partners that were mm-hmm. we were re- uh, that were receiving us yeah. but then also that we were praying for yeah. those things and so yeah. um, even some of the bad attitudes that we run into at yeah. home mm-hmm. weren't as much of an issue while we were over uh, not yeah. necessarily overseas we served uh, nationally mm-hmm. but it was the same thing with this other couple overseas is yeah. that yeah. some of the behavioral mm-hmm. issues that they dealt with before that they were nervous about and we covered in prayer wow. as a team mm-hmm. we didn't experience when they were wow. overseas yeah. and so um, there's an element to and mm-hmm. um, uh, Angela mentioned this earlier mm-hmm. when we we're talking about uh, preparation, yeah. but how important prayer is yeah. alongside all yeah. of this mm-hmm. is like That's really good. learning how to cover each one of these things in prayer changes everything. And it shifts the way that you live when you come back. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. That's really right. good. Um, is there another trip that you could share about that would be like an international option, mm-hmm. whether in South America, Central Asia, mm-hmm. uh, Southeast Asia, would you share about maybe an international option that's available for people to share about a partner? If you're able to, yeah. uh, who you want to share about. So. All those are available. Uh, <laughs> Central Asia. <laughs> it's um, like I've read South the book yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know. <laughs> Which one would you like to share about? <laughs> okay. So since I've talked a little bit about Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. probably I should uh, okay. mention our South American one okay. is um, really uh, an awesome trip. Mm-hmm. If uh, Especially if you have any kind of Spanish language mm-hmm. or availability to be willing to Uh, communicate in Spanish, Mm -hmm. uh, but you don't have to speak Spanish to be a part of this trip. Mm -hmm. We have uh, translators that are alongside. Same thing with every international trip. Mm -hmm. We have uh, translators or at least missionaries that are willing to help Mm -hmm. translate those pieces. So you are effective even if you don't speak the language, Yeah, which is another big lie that sometimes Mm -hmm. people believe. Um, but in um, in South America, we go down to the border of Venezuela, mm-hmm. and so we've been helping to uh, come alongside those who are escaping mm-hmm. Venezuela right now, coming yeah. into Colombia. Mm-hmm. And so there in Cucuta, wow. there is a, a church plant that we've been partnering with that mm-hmm. gives humanitarian aid yeah. and is also sharing the gospel with those who mm-hmm. are coming alongside um, or yeah. that are coming 
out of Venezuela and just needing some assistance and, and care. Yeah. And so there are opportunities to like love on their kids. Mm-hmm. There are opportunities yeah. to like be, um, if you have any kind of medical background, yeah. that's a huge need that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are skilled in construction or any of those that's pieces good. too, there's all kind of things that you can come mm-hmm. alongside um, the, that yeah. team there in that church mm-hmm. to be able to bless them. Yeah. So that's an awesome trip to be a part of. But it's, yeah. you know, with every trip, there's also spiritual mm-hmm. warfare. Sure can yeah. be tough, but yeah. it's a good one. Mm-hmm. I know. I went on that trip, and yeah. uh, I mean, man, it was my favorite thing. But you're right. So much spiritual warfare at the border. I mean, yeah. there's so much evil and mm-hmm. um, just people taking advantage of people, and it's so heartbreaking to yeah. see yeah. humanity act this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like, as we prayed and asked for the Lord to move, we saw God answer prayers, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so yeah. beautiful how our team came together and like what you said, like we prayed and asked for the Lord to provide where mm-hmm. we needed provision yeah. to bring people to faith that yeah. we saw were under oppression and um, just provide for people financially or just with resources yeah. and saw him do it over and over again, like right yeah. there on the trip. Mm-hmm. And so um, just yeah. even being able to prayer walk the area mm-hmm. where there's so much hurt and pain and right. people don't have hope and um, and just getting to love people and share joy and celebrate yeah. with them. It was... Uh, is incredible uh, yeah. trip and the church plant there is doing incredible things yeah. to advance the kingdom. Uh, so God's definitely using them. And so. there, that's another exciting piece too, is that mm-hmm. they're multiplying so yeah. that there's even more mm-hmm. aid and opportunity mm-hmm. in other spots along yeah. um, uh, either along the border or along the path that, um, mm-hmm. that most of the refugees are traveling right yeah. now too. So mm-hmm. yeah. um, it's good. just really, again, a move of God yeah. to be able to see, um, help and relief in that area. Yeah. And it's hard because like you can't solve their problems. Like you're going down Mm-mm. and like what we were talking about earlier, yeah. there's no way yeah. that you are going to fix everything for uh-uh. them, yeah. but you can no. be a part of yeah. their journey, mm-hmm. yeah. helping yeah. them to receive some kind of hope, mm-hmm. helping them to re- receive mm-hmm. some kind of reprieve yeah. along their journey mm-hmm. and to care for them. Yeah. Um, and that's mm-hmm. really the love of God right mm-hmm. there, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so we've been hinting on it a little bit, just the strategy that you have with kind of forming these trips. And you hinted on just this pipeline with children or mm-hmm. students. Could you talk a little bit more about how you guys have been intentional in making sure that we have a trip, you know, for every age? Yeah. Um, talk a little about the pipeline that you guys have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pipeline is starting from sixth grade hey. so as young, even younger than me <laughs> yeah <laughs> sixth grade where that is their first exposure to mm-hmm. missions yeah. and so every grade from six seventh eighth ninth tenth eleven twelve mm-hmm. like there it's like a step more and more as the grade gets older yeah. um to challenge them a little more to expose them a little more to the nations uh, starting mm-hmm. from texas to mm-hmm. oklahoma to San Diego, New York, and then other places that we can't say, but (laughs) it's great. It's amazing. And so that is kind of the pipeline we're talking about when we say that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also just in general, like for anyone who's new, like Mm -hmm. the options that are available from like little like easier, Mm -hmm. not as crazy Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. harder ones like Southeast Asia, (laughs) which, yeah. But at the same time, even though we have these pipelines, <laughs> yeah. we have new mm-hmm. believers saying yes to yes. going to even mm-hmm. the hardest places. And we see so much fruit from people just saying yes mm-hmm. and being bold to yeah. obey the call that God has given. Mm-hmm. So although we have yeah. like set these things in place, the Lord just yeah. goes beyond what mm-hmm. we could even create. So, yeah. 
I think yeah. too, it's kind of recognizing that you don't just go from pew sitter to overseas missionary. Mm-hmm. And so what are the steps that we need to lead our church toward mm-hmm. to really having a deeper understanding mm-hmm. of the gospel, a okay. deeper understanding of the church globally, mm-hmm. um, so that they can be taken on that journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really what it is, yeah. is that um, yeah. every trip is a vision trip. It's mm-hmm. an opportunity to see and to engage and to right. learn something more. Mm-hmm. We talk about at our covenant membership that um, mission trips are a regular part of discipleship. Mm-hmm. And so alongside that, we want to build that within the way that we uh, shepherd people through mission trips. Mm-hmm. So um, you've got different levels, like That's what right. Angela was saying. So you're not expected to go um, off the deep end into yeah. a closed country mm-hmm. where yeah. you can't speak the name of where you're going yeah. on your first trip. Mm-hmm. But maybe God will call you to do that. Yeah. And so we want to help you discern yeah. those pieces to mm-hmm. kind of take those steps. So when yeah. it comes to adults, that's what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And then um, with the age graded, it makes a little bit more sense to to just have different exposures along yeah. the way. Right. So that by the time you're a senior in high school, okay, I know what a church plant is. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to consider what that looks like yeah. to go and to mm-hmm. live al- alongside them. Maybe I'll choose to go to college in yeah. a strategic location. Um, so it's building up to that point and hopefully taking the parents on that same journey too, yeah. that they're coming back and they're talking yeah. about the mm-hmm. things that they've been exposed to or about the way that the church yeah. planter interacted with them. Mm-hmm. So just that we have a more robust understanding mm-hmm. of the church globally. Yeah. And college, the same thing mm-hmm. too, that um, we'd love to see more and more college students go yeah. um, through summer discipleship programs program mm-hmm. to be willing to say yes to, mm-hmm. um, you know, three to six weeks, mm-hmm. um, or even up to three months, um, to be serving alongside a yeah. church planter. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not necessarily the first step is yeah. usually going on one of the mm-hmm. uh, mission trips. And that could be here locally with reach yeah. weekend and give an mm-hmm. exposure to look at all the people that are around you yeah. to then going nationally mm-hmm. to then going internationally yeah. and then saying yes to a longer term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. That's really good. I, um, you know, we've kind of been hinting or focusing on short-term trips or kind of shorter, but both of y'all had experience in longer stints, midterm or long-term. So if somebody is maybe wrestling with a call to go long-term, like why do people go long-term? Like why should somebody spend more than a month overseas in a people group um, doing missions? Yeah. Yeah. With short-term there's a lot of exposure that happens Mm -hmm. and you learn a lot of things. Um, but the longer that you can stay alongside a culture, the more that you're going to understand why they operate the way that they do. Mm. What are their barriers to the gospel? What is it even about things that are embedded in their language Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't understand unless I learned that language and studied those people Mm -hmm. had multiple friendships, um, really invested enough Mm -hmm. that I would be able to take something Mm-hmm. deeper about what's going on in the culture. Because mm-hmm. I think that, again, short-term trip is is really valuable yeah. for all the reasons that we mentioned already, mm-hmm. whether it's just caring for the people on the ground or giving yourself some um, first exposure. Mm-hmm. But when you say yes to a midterm, mm-hmm. like you get to help in ways that a short-term trip can't really. Mm-hmm. Um, like they can help with a particular project. Usually yeah. that's what we see is a particular mm-hmm. project is being helped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, you're prayer walking this area that we needed to see breakthrough. Yeah. And those things are effective mm-hmm. and strategic. But yeah. if you're there for longer, you get an opportunity to make relationships. Yeah. You get an opportunity to really experience the culture. Yeah. Um, you might have had just a couple of meals while you're doing the mm-hmm. short term, but on midterm you're eating all the time. <laughs> and then you're seeing how important fu- food is to all these different cultures mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And then for long term, mm-hmm. really, again, with our partnerships, we don't want to pop in 
and pop out. Yeah. Like we want to see people say yes mm-hmm. um, yeah. to uh, coming alongside a culture and really investing in them well. Yeah. And so for long term, that's really what we're praying yeah. for is that's that people good. would say yes for a long stint. And yeah. long can yeah. look different. Long could mm-hmm. be a year for you. Long yeah. could be yeah. the rest of your life. Yeah. So there's some variety there to, mm-hmm. to kind of wrestle with. But yeah. really, that's what we're praying for, is that people would say yes to live among a culture, to yeah. understand them well, to know their mm-hmm. language, to know uh, their history, yeah. and share the gospel alongside that. Because the gospel becomes that much more effective yeah. the more that we can contextualize mm-hmm. or help people to really understand it in yeah. their heart language. Mm-hmm. And their heart language is not just the language that they speak. Yeah, it's right. also their history. Mm-hmm. It's the weight that they carry with mm-hmm. them. And so once we start to Mm -hmm. really delve into that is when we can start to see some breakthrough. Hmm. That's really good. Yeah. And I would also add, when you go long-term, you build relational equity that you wouldn't on a short-term. And a lot of times that's what you need is people need to trust you (laughs) and see that you really do love them. Mm -hmm. And that opens the opportunity Mm -hmm. for gospel to be shared. And also, like it says Mm -hmm. that... yeah there's actually only a few workers like yeah. the harvest is plentiful but mm-hmm. the problem is not the harvest the problem is the workers and the lack of it and so i would argue that long-term going is so important because mm-hmm. we need more workers yeah, yeah. just mm-hmm. to be very blunt we need more yeah. workers there are people groups that are unreached the yeah. nations that are unreached that don't know the name of jesus and if you only have a short-term goer going to these nations you might have one if by the grace of god (laughs) but really you need someone to dedicate their lives to saying yes for a nation and a people group to know jesus and so that's why i say long term Mm -hmm. really is the goal yeah absolutely i love what you said they're they're going because you're showing that you love these people the way that christ loves them yeah like that's what your motivation should be in going right like that's why y'all went you know, that's how you're trying to pastor and shepherd people to go is like, yeah. we're, we're showing the world the way that the love of Christ. I mean, honestly, so yeah, man, y'all are awesome. I'm just so grateful you're a fielder <laughs> and shepherding people to go. So if somebody wants to go on a short, mid, long term, how do you want to tell the people to sign up or let you know that they're interested in going? Yeah, we have a whole webpage, a whole section on fielder.org for sending for missions. Okay. And it's so easy. Mm-hmm. There's a short term option. There's a list of trips that you can just press one button, <laughs> apply, and you get to sign up for a trip. Yeah, You can also do a midterm option. Okay. There's also long term opportunities. Yeah. And so it's literally just go to fielder.org. Hey. <laughs> All you need to know is to just go there. Cool. And I'll link that in the show notes below. Yes. Builder.org slash go and it'll take you right to it. Exactly. So easy. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Before we cut off, is there anything else that you want to encourage people with as they wrestle with this call to go? Um, As they're praying about it, as they're hearing your stories, is there any other encouragement or even challenge that you want to leave the people with? Mm Mm-hmm. Revelation 7, 9 says that there would be every tribe, nation, tongue, language, everyone who has ever lived on earth, there's going to be at least one representative from them, from from these people gathered around the throne worshiping Jesus. Mm -hmm. 
our challenge is, are we going to be one of the people that get to be a part of seeing that Mm -hmm. vision come to reality? God's going to make it happen. Mm -hmm. We are not going to make that happen, but we get to be a part of what God is doing. Mm -hmm. So do you want to see the nations come to faith? Do you want to be a part of um, God's great grand plan because he wants you to be a part yeah, of it yeah yeah and all you need to do is to be obedient mm-hmm. just to say yes it's good and all these barriers that we were talking about like we have done so much work to break down every single one of them mm-hmm. we've got um we've got uh, uh financial scholarships mm-hmm. that are available mm-hmm. so you know even for a fielder member it's 25 percent off to go on a trip for uh if you're a student it's 50 yeah. percent off yeah. and even then we've got a fundraising page that makes it easy and we're yeah. teaching you how to fundraise all those kind yeah. of pieces there um as far as uh like the yeah. age or the time or any of those kind of barriers that you might come up with mm-hmm. we have thought long and hard about how to navigate each one yeah. of those mm-hmm. and we want to help you process mm-hmm. it too yeah. so there really isn't a reason to say no yeah if exactly. you want to be a part, <laughs> if you want to be a part of God's grand plan mm-hmm. of seeing Good. all the nations come to faith, mm-hmm. because there's, there is a reason, but it feels like at this point with where technology is and all these kind of things yeah. that there should not be unreached people anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But there are, mm-hmm. and there are still people groups that have still not heard the name of Jesus yeah, because people have not gone to them yet. Yeah, and because they need more workers on the field. Mm-hmm. Like Angela said, when in scripture it says that we are to pray to the Lord of the harvest to send more workers yeah. mm-hmm. into the field. And then that's what we're going to continue to do. Mm-hmm. And I know that God is going to raise people up out of our church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that, about partnering <laughs> in that <laughs> way and being obedient <laughs> yeah. to what yeah. God has put in front mm-hmm. of us. Like yeah. it's yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. insane to say yes to the things yeah. that God is asking us to do. But at the same time, we get to see him move mm-hmm. and we get to understand his character that yeah. much more when we're willing to put ourselves yes. in, in an uncomfortable situation. That's yeah. good. And to add to that, mm-hmm. you actually said God is ascending God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that God himself has example to us sending and going. Mm-hmm. God the Father has sent the Son. Yes. The Son went and obeyed, mm-hmm. gave his life up. That was the sacrifice and the cost of him showing mm-hmm. us his love and making the gospel possible. Yeah. And then Jesus sends a spirit to us <laughs> to live and indwell us Mm-hmm. to be able to go and share the gospel, yeah. mm-hmm. to, to do the very thing that's he good. already did. Mm-hmm. And that's the encouragement. God doesn't tell us or invite us to do something he didn't do. Yeah, He's right. already exampled it yeah. for us. He's yeah. empowered us and equipped us to be able to do it. Yeah. And we get to do it together. We're not that's alone. So it's not just right. one person going. It's all of us going together mm-hmm. to be able to exalt the name of Jesus. And so. that is a privilege that we mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. And we miss out when we mm-hmm. say no. Yeah. yeah. So that's the last thing and I'll say. Mike <laughs> drop. And we're going to end right there because that was gold. Um, well, yeah, that's that's all we have. So, uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, you just guys are just so great. I love you all so much. Um, everything that they shared, Bible verses, links, we'll link those in the show notes below for you to have easy access to sign up for a trip because I know that God is going to call you guys listening maybe now or in the future to go and proclaim the name of Jesus here in the States or to the nations. And so I hope you will join Fielder on that journey. They want to join you. We want to join you in helping train and equip you to go. So I hope that you would step into that. Um, But I also hope that you'll join us next week for another episode in this series on going. So until then, we'll see you later. 
Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Let us know if you have any questions or feedback from today's episode by going to fielder.org slash podcast. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just leave a comment below. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a rating and review. That helps this message reach more people in our community because it's our hope this podcast will equip you and many others to live as a follower of Christ outside the walls of the church.